student from Luton who says he can sometimes stay up all night playing video games. And also with us is Dr. Richard Wilson, who's CEO of Tiger, a trade association representing the UK's games industry. He lives in uh, Hertfordshire. Morning to you both. Thank you very much indeed for coming in this morning. 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 Um, Kieran, can I ask you first? Do you, do you think you spend a long time playing computer games? I see. I've been told that I can play that I play video games for a long time, but I don't see it as a as a long time. Like I I see on a weekend if you're not doing anything, 20 hours a day is fine because obviously you know how much you're playing because games have like a timer on it. So I just think as long as like I'm I'm, I'm enjoying myself and I'm having fun and I, I'm not doing anything else, too, it, there can never be too long. But if I've got priorities. And spending too long on a video game, yeah, that there is some concern because I might have to do some work and then I might not get it done because I'm spending too much time on a video game. There'll be listeners who'll be wiping their sleep from their eye and may not have missed what may have missed what you said. Did you say 20 hours a day? Yeah, 20 hours. Yeah. So this is 20 out of 24. What are you doing the other four hours? I mean, you're eating, sleeping, having a life. What do you sleeping probably or watching TV? Like, just because at you, I'm, I'm at uni, I refuse to take my games because I know what would happen to me. I would have been playing my video games instead of like doing my my, my uni work. And so I've said, right, I'm not taking it to uni. So when I come back from uni, I spend like all night, all day playing it and even to the next day and then by the time I get back to uni I can just I just go home and just relax in my in my nice uni bed and just flat out and sleep. Do you know what I find amazing? I mean, look, you, you're clearly a, a good guy. You've got a good sense of humour. You must have friends, but yet you are choosing to almost... Do you feel isolated? Do you feel like you're on your own? No, I don't feel I'm on my own because I'm always playing online, and that's where the fun is at, online. And, like, you can speak to your friends and play with your friends online because everyone's doing the online gaming now, so that you just um, put in Halo and just play online. So I'm just with my friends, my video game friends, and my normal friends, so... We're going to come back to you because I think yours is a fascinating tale. Also, as I say, is Dr. Richard Wilson with us, the CEO of Tiger, the trade association which represents the UK's games industry. Um, Kieran, sitting next to you, when you hear that story, don't you worry about what your industry is doing to people? I'm delighted that Kieran's having such an enjoyable time playing video games. 20 hours a day. What's really nice to hear about Kieran is he completely understands how to play video games and to deal with them seriously. As uh, Kieran just said, if he's got work to do, he won't be taking his video games with him. He's a very responsible individual. And the important thing to is realize... he responsible given devoting 20 hours a day of his life to, to playing video games? If Kieran wants to play video games and that does not affect his work and his social life, which by the sounds of it, it doesn't, and I think that's absolutely fine. There's no evidence, and I think this is very important to emphasise, there's no evidence that video games lead to addiction. Uh, clearly we haven't seen the Panorama programme yet, and clearly I'll be tuning in tonight to watch that, uh, but there's no evidence as yet that video games do lead to addiction any more than reading too much Harry Potter or playing too much football can lead to addiction. Video games are meant to be enjoyable, they're a great deal of fun, and that's excellent, they bring a lot of happiness to people. But it's also worth emphasising as well that video games are not simply entertainment products, they can also be used for educational purposes, for training purposes. Uh, there's also a recent study brought out this year in France that shows that if you play a sports video game, you're more likely to actually engage in sport in real life, which is fantastic. I just wonder what evidence you would wait for to show signs of addiction. I mean, if, if 20 hours a day, is it seven days a week here in your, your play? Not, not every day, but it's most days. Like, I won't do it every single day, but it'll be like, uh, I'll play, it depends. If I've got a new game, I'll power through it. All my friends say, oh, I'm not buying you a game, Kieran. And I'm like, why won't you buy me a game? Because you'll just play it. You won't long it out. You won't la make it last. You won't, won't play two hours today, three hours um, tomorrow. You'll play the whole game until you get bored. Or you might say, oh, it's time for sleep. 
that's the way I play video games. Do, do you feel that you have a choice? Or do you feel that you have... I mean, if I said to you, look, here's a fiver, don't play any games for three days, could you do it? I could do it. <laughs> I, I reckon I could do it. If you give me a fiver... Have you tried to do it? Well, have you been on holiday in the last... I mean, you, if you've been away from home, maybe staying at a mate's house for a few days without a computer, would you even, would you even consider it? Mm, probably not really, because... I don't know, I, I probably wouldn't consider it, because it depends if we were going out. If we were, like, going out to theme parks every day, yeah, I, I would consider it. But if we could stay doing nothing, then what are we going to do? Because everybody plays video games, so you must do something so I don't know if I could do it but if you give me five pounds to say not play video games for three days I could do it because I do it all the time at uni so unless when I go to my mate's house and we just play in his video games you see I, I think this is fascinating because you you, you seem to me so I, I, this is going to sound but you seem well-rounded okay yeah. I don't, it, it, this may sound bad you seem well-rounded <laughs> but on one side you seem well on the other side you're saying that up to 20 hours a day are being played uh, spent playing computer games and I just wonder Dr Richard Watson I mean you may say, look, this isn't my role to say this, but what signs of addiction would you accept are signs of addiction? What would you think, actually, this is a sign that someone, not necessarily Kieran, but does have a problem with them? I'm not a medical doctor, so I couldn't actually answer that question. What I would say is if you had an organisation like the World Health Organisation positively saying that video games can lead to addiction, clearly we would take that enormously seriously, but you haven't had an organisation like that saying that video games lead to addiction. The truth of the matter is video games are a very popular medium, they bring a lot of happiness to people, uh, they're wonderful creative products, uh, a lot of people will be getting them for Christmas uh, in a few weeks time and I hope a lot of people enjoy them. Uh, but it's, it's really important as I say to look at this in, in the round. Video games are a force for good. Video games are entertainment products, they're also educational products, they're also the industry itself is economically important. Uh, the industry contributes a billion pounds to UK GDP, employs 9,000 highly skilled people. So let's not try and demonise video games any more than, say, 40, 50 years ago, we should demonise rock and roll music. No, and I agree, and I, I'm actually trying to do my best not to demonise the games themselves. I'm almost demonising the life that some people are choosing to live as a result. I mean, do you have children? I do. Yes. Would, would you accept that if you had a child who was playing 20 hours a day, you'd be up those stairs, or, or indeed next door if you're living in a flat, saying, you need to come out of there now? Or would you say, you know, I'm very proud of my son or my daughter, he's up there, I hardly see him, 20 hours a day he's in his room, he's learning a little bit, he's playing a lot, but he doesn't see anybody else most of the week. Yeah. Let's face it, everything in life should really be done in moderation. That's the real key to... Uh, is Kieran living his, his computer game life in moderation, do you think? If Kieran is playing video games 20 hours a day, every now and then, that's fine. If he's doing 20 hours a day, every day, every month, then clearly that wouldn't be in moderation. And as far as my children are concerned, I mean, at the moment, they're quite young, so I can control them quite easily. Uh, and when they're, you know, in their teenage years, again, I'd be very happy with them to have a, a very well-rounded life. I want them to play video games, but I'd also like them to go How out How many hours a life. day would you like to? If they said, Dad, can we play? I want to... Well, you've done 10 hours. Yeah, but we want more. I mean, how, would you set a limit, and what would the limit be? I think parents should take responsibility, and I think they should take limits. So the statistics that currently uh, exist show that the majority of people who play video games play video games for under five hours a week. Uh, I think only about 12% of people pay, play more than 12 hours a week, actually. So how many hours a day would I say? I mean, it's hard to put uh, a figure on it, but, you know, I would think a couple of hours a day would be sufficient. If you look at the number of hours a day people watch television, I think it's 3.8 hours a day people watch television. That means the typical person spends almost a whole day in a given week watching TV. Is that a good use of their time? Kieran, I, I guess you don't have time for TV. Me? Um... 
Lost has ended, so <laughs> what is there to watch? <laughs> like, I wa- the only thing I watch is House, really, and that's it. So I'm not a TV person. I only watch certain programs, and if I'm and then TV doesn't really interest me as it used to. When I was a kid, TV used to interest me, but video games is now what I do for entertainment. And the thing is, like you say, I'm on it. Twenty hours a week might not be might not be um, a good amount of time, cause but everyone these days are on social networking all the time everyone's on their blackberries pinging people all the time they're on facebook twitter and they're all doing it from their mobile phones and everyone's all over like if you go on facebook after like about five o'clock everyone will be online so they and they stay up there until like into the morning so video games is like basically like just another form of entertainment like the social networking that people spend up to over like eight hours a day on and i'm just thinking i'll say there's nothing wrong with it it's just that people like say video game people make more um make i make did you say that being on a video game for a longer period of time is worse than being on like facebook or twitter but i'm saying it's the same thing you're not doing anything you're sitting there at a computer screen or tv screen accessing the functions of like doing nothing so and so I think it's a really good point because people are choosing to enjoy or access media in different ways, aren't they? So some people watch television, Kieran and I are like watching video games. I've got to leave it there. But it's great to meet both of you. Kieran Blackman is a student from Luton who says he can sometimes stay up all night watching video games and indeed playing them. And Dr Richard Wilson is the CEO of Tiger, the trade association representing the UK's game industry. Thank you both for joining us live on the programme this morning. 7.46. Beds, hearts and bucks travel every 15 minutes. BBC Three Counties Games. A panorama investigation tonight has found some young people who spend up to 20 hours a day playing on their computers, some even dropping out of school. This is a message posted on a website for people who want to give up computer games. I'm 13 and I feel terrible that I ever decided to play this game in the first place. I started at 11 after seeing my brother play for a couple of weeks. I've deleted the game off my computer and I've not even thought about putting it back on for over three months. I'm feeling much better than I ever have before. Well, we had this text from, uh, amongst others, Sue in Welling Garden City, who says, someone, I wish my son, aged 22, didn't have an Xbox 360. As soon as he wakes up, he's on it, playing live. He's swearing, shouting, and very abusive. Well, now I'm sick of it. Uh, well, joining us to talk more details about this, and we'll take some more of your reaction through the programme as well, is Susie Heyman, who's from Parent Line Plus, and also we've got Kieran Blackman, who you heard uh, earlier on in the programme, uh, and also um, uh, in the studio, Gary Swaby, who are also pretty hardcore gamers from Luton. Uh, Kieran, we heard, can spend up to 20 hours a day playing games. Um, thank you to all of you. Susie, uh, first, how much does this concern you? Um, hello, Simon. I Morning. think it's, it's very concerning, and certainly at um, Parentline Plus, which is the parenting charity that I'm a trustee of, we get a lot of calls to the helpline and a lot of chat on the message boards from parents who are having problems with children who do seem to be addicted to these games. A lot of conflict in the family, perhaps when kids, you know, get told it's time to go to bed, you know, it's time to switch off the computer and can become very angry and quite abusive at times. Um, and yes, it is worrying. I, mean, I think there is a lot of concern, particularly with Christmas coming up, when of course, a lot of the times the, the request for presents is another computer game. We heard earlier on from Dr. Richard Wilson. He's the CEO of Tiger, which is the trade association representing UK's games industry. And he was explaining that he didn't feel there was such a thing as, as addiction. He said, look, if the World Health Organization said there was, they would be worried. But he didn't think that even 20 hours a day, as long as it was something they wanted to do and they still carried on the rest of their life, w- was not an addiction. Do you think they're, they're, they're living with, with blinkers? 
over their eyes. Absolutely. How can you say that you can carry on with the rest of your life if you're playing a computer game for 20 hours of the day? <laughs> what is the, you know, where, where else is the life? Um, of course this is an addiction. It can be an addiction. I mean, yes, naturally, um, just as with drink or anything else, there are an awful lot of people out there who can quite happily handle these sorts of, uh, of, of behaviour patterns um, and, and not be harmed by it. But there are some people for whom computer games can become an addiction. And I think the point is it's about really recognising this, um, about perhaps some responsibility, you know, being shown by the manufacturers. But I think also parents need to be aware of, of what we can do about it um, to help our children not become absolutely sunk in, you know, sitting by a computer sort of pecking at a button like a pigeon trying to get um, grain out. Susie, stay with us. Uh, also in the studio with us are Kieran Blackman and uh, Gary Swaby. Kieran, we heard from earlier, we've made, we've made you stay here, Kieran, to make sure you don't go home and... Uh... Like, as long as we keep you here, unless you'll be playing. Exactly. Uh, also, Gary Swaby is with us as well. Gary, uh, morning, thanks for joining us. How, how many hours a day, a week, are you gaming online? Uh, well, basically, when I'm not running my website and doing other things, um, I'm basically playing games. So I would say uh, uh, in a week, probably like 60 hours or more. 60 hours a week, and, and you talked about on, on your website as well, so presumably online, your total amount online a week is, is quite higher than 60 hours a week. Uh, yeah, I mean, I play games online as well, um, yeah, and, and when I'm not playing games, I'm looking them up online, you know, latest news and everything like that, looking at reviews, seeing what, what game I'm going to buy next. And there are people who are worried about that. I mean, obviously you won't be because this is your life and, and, and you clearly know if you can balance all the things you need to do. But there are people who are worried. Can you understand why people are worried about that, what people might see as an excessive time online? Yeah, I definitely see why people are worried because I've seen stories where um, people have neglected their children due to video games and stuff like that. But I, I don't believe that it's an addiction. I think that you're mentally choosing to play games that long. And you have a choice at the end of the day to do other things and, you know, just ration out your time. It was fascinating to hear it from, from you, Kieran, earlier, because I think you, you play games more than anybody else we've heard from uh, on the programme this morning. Uh, you also heard from our guest, uh, Dr. Richard Wilson, from the Gaming Institute, said there isn't an addiction. And I think you, you clearly felt also that this is not an addiction to you. Yes, it's not an addiction to me. It's just that when I get a new game, I like to play it because essentially... It's, it's not just a game, it's a story, there's a story behind the game. Like, there's so much detail that goes into a game, like, one of my favourite games that I play, and one that's out now, is Assassin's Creed, and they went to Rome for, like, they spent, like, a year, um, um, proper drawing out all the sculptures of it, and that made me want to go to Rome, they, like, done their history, the research, and it's like a story, it's like I'm making a movie. So it is an education? It. Yeah, like... Like, in Assassin's Creed, you find out about history of Rome and all the stuff. It can be really edu educational, and, like, and I love it, and it's really, really good. And did you worry about the violence, though? Because there are some games, oh, clearly that game doesn't have it, but we hear about some of the, you know, the Grand Theft Autos of the world, which I'm sure is so outdated now that I, I, I really have showed I'm not up to the current, uh, uh, up to date. But, but do you worry about some of the violent content in games, Gary? No, I don't worry at all. I, I actually love the violent content because, after all, um, these games are works of art. And, you know, they do have age certificates as well. So, you know, um, parents aren't supposed to be buying these games for their children. If you see a comedy, does it make you laugh? If you see a movie, it's funny. Does it make you laugh? Yeah, it makes me laugh. Does a violent game, does that not make you in any way feel violent? No, it doesn't make me feel violent because, after all, you know, it's, um, it's not real. I'm, it's just something I'm playing for entertainment. 
you know, to take me away from reality for however many hours. Uh, and um, I don't see it as real. I mean, obviously, if I saw that that violence in real life, you know, I'd react differently. But because I know that it's not real, then, you know, it's just part of the entertainment. Susie, if there are parents listening who, who may be worried or, or maybe just want to find out more, how, how can they get in touch with you at the, uh, the parents? They can get in touch with Parentline by calling 0808 800 live on the program this morning. Also, um, thanks very much to Kieran Blackman and, and Gary Swaby. It's great to meet you and thank you for joining us live this morning as well. I'm sure that debate uh, will go on and on. 8.16, it's time. <laughs> 